2016 has been a year of ransomware and other hacker-related breaches in the healthcare sector. So, what kind of cyber threats should covered entities and business associates be bracing themselves for in 2017? I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, executive editor of Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking with Michael Bremer, vice president of Experian Data Breach Resolution. Michael will be talking to us about some of the cybersecurity predictions for the healthcare sector for the upcoming year, and other top findings in Experian's recent data breach industry forecast report for 2017. So now, Michael, looking back at healthcare sector breach trends that we've been seeing in 2016, and looking ahead to 2017, what new trends do you think we'll see emerge next year in the healthcare sector, and what's been most significant about trends we've seen in 2016? I think in our top five 2017 predictions, healthcare comes strong again as it has in a couple previous years, and I think we'll see healthcare being the target of the most sophisticated attacks. Because it's been targeted before, and people have to expect that the attacks are going to continue. And there's a couple reasons for that. Medical IDs are about five times more valuable than identity strings with only SSNs and without the medical information. You continually have weaker defenses combined with a distributed network, which makes healthcare institutions as well as even business associates. More susceptible for attack. There continues to be a lack of backup devices, and of course, with the extensive nature of small businesses being associated as part of the healthcare ecosystem, there are fewer companies that have sophisticated defenses and are more susceptible to even the new trend of ransomware. The other couple things that I see in healthcare too is that there'll be a more international or multinational focus. Nation-state attacks will move from espionage to war, and that's one of the larger predictions that we see. But we're also seeing nation-states focus in on the healthcare sector. One for business disruption, also because of the geopolitical nature of the Affordable Care Act, and it may continue. Depending on what the new administration does with the Affordable Care Act and its potential re- repeal, and generally we'll also see some larger international data breaches. And what we've seen with the expansion of, of healthcare outside of the United States, healthcare attacks internationally should rise as well. So that's what we're really seeing that are specific to healthcare. And three of the five predictions that we've made tie in with healthcare. Now, Michael, you mentioned that you predict, or that Experian predicts, that the sort of espionage that we've been seeing will escalate to war. What does that mean in terms of the cybersecurity issue? Well, we've seen some of the cyber attacks, particularly those attributed to Russia and China, attack just more than private businesses, but also attack infrastructure and government entities, and those have been. Relatively well documented in the headlines, but there are many things that have escalated only to the extent of stealing information or causing nuisance. But I do think we'll see at least one large attack coming from one of the entities outside of the United States that's going to be officially crossing the line where 
war is declared, there will be countermeasures taken by the United States or even offensive measures to protect itself. And that's going to be a first-time event in our history. And when you say war, do you mean strictly cyber war or war in a more traditional sense as well? I'm referring in this case to cyber war. That's not to say that there won't be actual physical, conventional war that's associated with it, but I'm limiting my comments really to cyber war. So now, with that said, how can healthcare entities prepare for and defend against these emerging and increasingly sophisticated attacks? The best way to prepare is have the expectation that you are going to be a target. And there's no question that we're getting the word out about healthcare and the things that I mentioned are very much top of mind. But where we see some people having the realization that they're going to be targets, they don't actually put the planning aspect into practice. Furthermore, especially with ransomware, and we've seen the advent of ransomware, particularly on smaller healthcare organizations in 2016, every healthcare organization should have some sort of backup plan so that their data can't be held ransom for a long period of time and they have to pay up on that. And then finally, one of the things that we're seeing that has been a most effective defense is sharing not only defense plans, but also actual experiences of intrusions with other people in the industry so that they can learn. So cybersecurity is not something that should be used as a competitive advantage within the same industry. It should be used as a, a tool to bring people together to share information and to be able to help protect the, the larger industry itself. And healthcare needs to do a better job in that respect. Now, Michael, the Experian report makes mention of aftershock breaches. What exactly are aftershock breaches, and how can healthcare organizations defend against those? Simply put, aftershock breaches are the reuse of login credentials, especially usernames and passwords from previous breaches. Some of the examples of large incidents like Google, Yahoo, AOL, and LinkedIn cybersecurity events were the original event, but in many cases, the credentials taken in those incidents are being used to access accounts for the individuals originally impacted, but who did not take the time to update or change their credentials so that they couldn't be reused. And these aftershock breaches then fall into financial institutions, colleges and universities, payment transactions, and of course, healthcare. So, Michael, when it comes to some of the trends that are being predicted for 2017, including escalating and increasingly sophisticated cyber attacks, even perhaps cyber war, are all industries vulnerable to this? And where does healthcare fit in in terms of being prepared to deal with this? Healthcare is, is going to be still one of the top industries on the list. Another couple that I would mention as well would be the payment card industry. And this is even with the ENV chip enabled cards because the U.S. Payments Forum indicated that there are about 600 million EMV chip cards already issued. 
But at the same time, there are about 15 million terminals, and this is just in the United States. There are about 15 million terminals, or 65% of the total population that are still not EMV chip ready. The other area that we see some concern in terms of our predictions are government entities that are going to be the, have the direct focus on some of this international cyber terrorism that's going on. And then one of the weaker links that we see are colleges and universities because they're focused on their primary goal of educating young people, but in terms of their infrastructure and cybersecurity precautions, they are somewhat of a weaker link. So some of the things that I specifically mentioned as precautions for healthcare apply to these other industries as well, although I will say that many of the other industries have less distributed networks with the exception probably of colleges and universities and the fact that they've also invested a little bit more money on some of the cyber defenses. But some of the practical things about having a plan of incidents response before an event happens as well as actually practicing that plan on a regular basis and then finally information sharing amongst entities goes a long way to preventing attacks in the first place. And finally, Michael, looking back at 2016, anything particularly surprising that happened in 2016 in terms of cybersecurity events or attacks or trends that were unexpected a year ago? I think most people, although ransomware and extortion has been around for a couple decades, I think most people were surprised that ransomware not only continued, but is expanding. And the simple reason for that is that it's very repeatable and predictable. And with, as I mentioned, in healthcare, so many healthcare entities are small businesses and they're not prepared. And so a ransomware attack that works in one part of the country can easily be ported over to another part of the country or, as you mentioned in your intro, about the vast business associate network that's tied with healthcare and how many small businesses can not take the precautions that we talked about in some of the earlier responses to my questions. They're just not ready. So ransomware, albeit the average payment is about $600 in Bitcoin, it can be done over and over and over again remotely without changing much to it but very successful when it can be done time and time again. And we see more people, even our existing clients, finding it that it's easier to go ahead and pay that ransomware because either they're not prepared or they don't have options for backup. And we're going to see ransomware continue to be a headline-grabbing thing into 2017, as we saw, and it kind of crept up to us in 2016. Thanks, Michael. I've been speaking to Michael Bremer of Experian Data Breach Resolution. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.